Welcome to Project Give Back Connects, an extension of Project Give Back in the classrooms, dedicated to inspiring young students to become empathetic, understanding, and community-minded leaders. Project Give Back Connects offers a dose of inspiration and thoughts for discussion. Each live episode is taped and shared with classroom teachers and their students. Sit back, get cozy, let's get connected. Hi everyone, so nice to see you all. Welcome to our fourth episode of Project Give Back Connects. Tonight is all about heroes. Heroes lead us, they teach us, they inspire us. And as you will see today, not all heroes wear capes. And heroes come in all sizes, in all ages, in all forms. Um, they often don't tell us with their words, but they tell us with their actions. So tonight we have some of my heroes. We have Dana Giel here with her three triplets, Taylor, Cole, and Brody. We have dad, Jared here. We have Asia here, Asia Neinstein, who's going to sing for us. We have Lindsay as a call to action. Uh, but we're going to start off with Dana. If you get an email or you're lucky enough to get an email from her, at the bottom it will say, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never have enough. So I want to introduce you to a very dear friend, Dana Giel. Uh, Dana, welcome. Thank you. Oh. Ellen, you're already making me cry before we even start. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, but you, uh, <laughs> okay. you always make me cry <laughs> in a good, good way. But Dana, will you please tell us about your story, your journey, um, your beautiful triplets, and some lessons that you've learned? Absolutely. So thank you so much for having me and my family on today. Um, Ellen, you know you are one of my heroes, always have been, and I've always looked up to you and to be friends with you is, is really a gift. Um, and yeah, I'm going to tell you about my kids. Um, they are my world and um, they inspire me every single day and I'll tell you why. So I'll start from the beginning. Uh, well, first I have, I have four children, Taylor, Cole, Brody, and Jagger. Jagger is hopefully sleeping right now. And Taylor, Cole, and Brody are on. You'll see them in the little squares. Um, and uh, Jagger, he's two. He's a funny little typical two-year-old. Um, my husband's actually on here too, Jason. You can see him on there. Wave, Jay, for everybody. <laughs> and um, Taylor, Cole, and Brody are my 12-year-old triplets who are amazing. And if anyone has met them, a lot of you have, you'll know why everyone loves them so much because they're just awesome. And they've been through more than most people go through in an entire lifetime. Uh, they were born extremely prematurely. So they were born at 25 weeks and five days gestation. So three and a half months before they were supposed to, they were supposed to arrive April 10th and they came January 1st. So you can imagine as a new mother, it was just the most overwhelming uh, beginning to motherhood. Um, you know, most people get to hold their baby when they're born and feed them and take them home from the hospital two days later. That was definitely not our reality. Uh, I had a very different experience those first few months. 
They were teeny tiny, like literally fit in the palm of your hands. Uh, Cole was the smallest. He was a pound and a half. Brody was one pound, 14 ounces, and Taylor was two pounds, one ounce. So you can imagine they were just so fragile. They needed countless procedures and surgeries to help keep them alive. Breathing tubes, they were in incubators. I had to pump milk and they had to get it through a tube in their nose. And really the beginning was just so overwhelming and nothing can ever really prepare you for that. I was very, very overwhelmed, um, but a nurse, I'll never forget this nurse. She sat me down uh, the first couple of days of being in the, in the hospital because she could probably tell like every mother there uh, were like a deer in headlights. And she said to me, slow down, don't focus on down the road, don't think about the big picture, just focus on the day, focus on the minute and the second if that's what you need to do. And it really helped me zone in. And um, instead of focusing on you know, what was to come, I just was able to be present there for my children and focus on that minute, that day. And it really, really helped. So advice for all of you, if you're ever going through anything traumatic, it is always good to just step back and focus right in on what you're going through in that moment. So that helped me get through it. It helped me cope. Um, we were in the NICU, uh, the NICU, for a very, very long time. And, uh, you know, as I said, we were going through all of these challenges. But finally, once the kids got stronger and better and were out of the isolates, um, they were transitioned to the transitional care nursery. And then finally, they got to come home. And that was just such a gift. So Cole came home first at four and a half months. Uh, then Taylor came home at five and a half months and Brody came home at six and a half months only to go back to sick kids for another two months. So all three weren't home until um, just before so end, end of August. So you can imagine they were born January 1st. It was a very, very long time. So when they finally came home, I could breathe. Um, I felt like we were finally complete and uh, it was such a gift. I didn't take a second of it for granted. They needed a lot of help. Brody even came home with oxygen and a monitor, um, but we were just committed to uh, getting my kids stronger and um, having them home together where they should be. And yeah, we were told that when they came home, they would be far behind um, because they were born so prematurely and that was okay. It would take a long, they'd been through a lot, so it would take a long time for them to catch up on things like milestones, sitting, you know, standing, holding their head up, all of those kinds of things. So we were doing all of this therapy, physiotherapy, occupational therapy, you name it, we did it. Um, it was very busy in the beginning, but we were just focused on it. And like I said, like that nurse advised me, focus on the day-to-day. -day. And that was kind of the approach we took um, until finally, you know, they were, it was until they were about just before two. So I think they were a year and a half we received a diagnosis that would change our lives forever uh, of cerebral palsy. And for those of you who don't know what cerebral palsy is, otherwise known as CP, it's a neurological disorder. So a brain disorder that essentially uh, affects the way it sends messages to the rest of your body. And uh, there's a scale of severity. So some kids receive a diagnosis where they're still able to be independent, while others receive a severe diagnosis where they are gonna be dependent on you for everything um, and need wheelchairs to help them uh, get around. And we were given in that moment a severe diagnosis. And again, everything just came crashing down. I had these three beautiful babies that were still very little, not even two years old. 
looking up at me smiling, had no idea what was going on and how we were given this thing that would change their life forever. And it was a devastating day, not gonna lie. It was really, really, really hard. We cried a lot, um, but I had a moment where I was like, okay, we were given a diagnosis, but we weren't given a prognosis. We weren't told what their life would look like. We were just told, this is the diagnosis now. Kind of, I looked at it as, what are we gonna do with it? And I looked at my beautiful children and I loved them so unconditionally. And even though this was an extremely overwhelming thing, I wasn't gonna let this define them. So we decided to uh, focus on my kids, give them every opportunity to have a happy life. We continued with a lot of therapy to help them you know, be the best that they can be. Whatever that was, we were gonna do that. Uh, and the course of our lives changed in a lot of ways. I used to be a teacher before I had my children and I loved teaching. I still love teaching, uh, but I had to take on a different path because my life was going on a different path with my children and I wanted it to really be about them. So uh, I co-founded a charitable organization called Three to Be. Uh, I was the executive director for eight, uh, for, well, for I guess six years and it was around for eight years and we raised over $5 million for research and programs for children with neurological disorders and their families. And it had such a deep impact on um, the research world as well as the community at large. I had to step down as the executive director in 2016 to focus on my family because at the time Brody was in the hospital going through another big thing and uh, needed a major surgery. And so someone else had to fill in my shoes uh, as the ED. And uh, at the end of 2017, we closed the doors to three to be because we wanted to end it on a high. It was a big decision for our board, but we were so proud of the impact that it had for so many people and the people that were involved uh, made such a difference. And it was so much bigger than just my kids and I, um, and yeah, the impact it had. So when people ask me, you know, what I have learned from my children, my kids have been through so much in their very short life. Um, they've had, so many obstacles, so many surgeries that you can't even wrap your head around, but they do it with a smile on their face, like it's no big deal. And they have this bravery about them that you can't put to words, you really can't. Um, so, you know, I'll give you just a few things. So Taylor and Cole uh, Brody, sorry, had heart surgeries. Taylor had brain surgery a few years ago. Cole and Taylor had hip surgeries. Brody had a spinal fusion. Cole had cochlear implants to help him hear. These are all things that most people don't have in their whole lifetime. My kids have had in their beginning and we've just rolled with it. We give them whatever they need to help them be the best they can be. They are truly warriors. It's indescribable. So when I'm having a bad day, um, they turn it around. Not because I look at them and I think, wow, they've been through so much. Not because of that. It's because I look at them and they have this infectious, positive energy and outlook um, to change your perspective and give you perspective on what is truly important in life. And they've taught me to just never take anything for granted and cherish the time that we have with the people that we love because every single day is a gift. And I'm just so incredibly proud of them and the journey we've been on. And yes, it's been challenging, but I can't imagine our life really in any other way because they just give me so much joy that 
I know I wouldn't have if I didn't have my kids. I'd be crying. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, Dan, <laughs> I love you. Love you. <laughs> you really are. You really are something. And uh, like I said, today is about heroes, and you are a hero to so many, especially those three kids, four kids, three cats, one dog. I mean, it just it just goes on and on and on. Um, you know, I just want to talk for a minute. First of all, thank you, because it's so hard to be open and let yourself be vulnerable. And, and you always do that in the most beautiful way. And thank you for that. Um, you know, before we had our similar kids, um, inclusion was something that we had heard about, but truly didn't understand. And through Jakey, I always learned like, inclusion really isn't about wheelchair ramps and elevators. Inclusion is really about people with special needs teaching us what the world is really about. And I'd love to hear from you, and I know our viewers would love to hear from you. What, what is inclusion to you? So like you said, you know, ramps and elevators and all of that are so important in order for our kids to just have access to things. Um, because oftentimes it isn't the case. But I think when it comes to inclusion and children like my kids being a part of the community in the real true sense of the world, word is um, when people have empathy, when people can have the ability to put themselves in the shoes of someone else, then they are able to really grasp what it is a person's going through and not only accept them, but embrace them for who they are. And when that happens in communities like you've created, Ellen, with um, Jake's Jam that we do every Sunday, things like that, it's such a beautiful thing for my children. They love it. They look forward to it week after week. Um, but I think also the people that aren't affected and they are just surrounded by kids like my kids, it's such a gift for them. It really is. And I uh, recently actually wrote a book that I really, I've decided I'm just gonna self-publish it. I'm not gonna give it out to the publishers because it takes too long and I just wanna get this book out there, but I wrote it, it's, it's called See Me For Me. And the whole point of it is exactly what we just talked about is to promote inclusion, to promote empathy. Empathy is so important. And just um, having people see my children for who they truly are on the inside, because yes, they are in wheelchairs, that, that's obvious. Yes, they have challenges, that's obvious. But I think because of all the challenges they have faced in their lives, they have just been such a gift to this world. And um, I know that they will just continue to do that for the rest of their lives. So, yeah. Well, I can't wait for your book to come out. And I know so many people will, will uh, we will be first in line and we will get it out to everyone, Dana. And thank, thank you, you so much for speaking to us today. Uh, so there's one hero and now you're going to meet a superhero and uh, well, first of all I want you to meet Dana's three kids and I, I want you to see first of all well Cole is going to say a few words but just before Coley does as Dana's walking to, to the other room uh, Brody I, I want everyone to meet Brody Brody in your way, please say hi to everyone. Show them that gorgeous smile of yours. 
so we can all see who you are because that smile says more than any words could say. And Brody, I just admire you, adore you, look up for you. And uh, wow, I just love you. Thank you for being you, Broads. <laughs> You're pretty awesome. And speaking of that, Cole has been very busy this week. He has a message that he'd like to share with everyone. Hi, Cole. Hi, everyone. My name is Cole. Today, I'm going to talk with you about inclusion. If you ever see a person that is in a wheelchair or a walker, or anyone who looks different and say hi and get to know me. My brother Brody, Taylor, my sister Taylor, and I are in wheelchairs. And whenever we are at school or out in different places, some people stay. It makes us sad because if you got to know us, you would know that we are amazing. I kindly encourage you not to judge and instead embrace people for their diversity because what makes them unique makes them awesome. Thank you. Oh, Coley. You are so right and you are so awesome. Oh my gosh, that was amazing, Cole. Thank you, you superstar. That was just, wow, 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 wow. Brody, are you so proud of your brother? <laughs> he nailed it. Thank you so much, guys. Well, so I'd like to introduce you now to their dad. Uh, another very good friend and a superhero, Jared. Hi, Jared. Welcome. Hi, Ellen. And Hi, thank Jared. you. Oh, thank you for having me on this. I, I, uh, I'm just kind of blown away with, with uh, and he's still, Cole every day still blows me away. Um, all three of them do, but that, Cole, that was awesome. <laughs> sure. Jared, can you Tell us some of the lessons that you've learned about life that we can all learn from you and your beautiful family. You know, I, I am one that has learned uh, a lot of lessons uh, in my um, uh, now 47 years. And with my kids in particular, um, they have taught me more than, than anybody. Um, I'm in awe of them every day and they've, really helped me improve who I am uh, as a dad, as, uh, as a person uh, to others. Um, their challenges are, and Dana, you know, Dana's gone over everything. Their challenges are insurmountable to, um, to most people. They, the obstacles that they've overcome, uh, along with all of the accomplishments and, um, and always with a smile on their face is where my strength comes from. Um, no matter what's going on. And I still, you know, uh, something uh, maybe gets me a little aggravated or, or, or there's a little bit of stress and Taylor looks at me and she goes, chill out, dad, chill out, just breathe. Um, and that's exactly what I do. They've gone through more in 13 years than most people have done in their entire lives. Uh, and they are I like to say a beacon of, of, of hope and my inspiration to just slow down. Um, uh, things, I'm not gonna, not gonna quote Ferris Bueller, but you know, things are really 
they move really quick. They move really fast. And um, what I do because of my children, because of these amazing kids, is I open my eyes to what's important. I don't worry about the little things. Um, you know, there's that little book called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. It just makes, it makes me make me make the, be the absolute best of every situation to appreciate what I have, uh, to be thankful, to be grateful, to be um, strong um, with Brody, to, to have a voice, even if you can't necessarily speak, and he certainly does. Um, most importantly, to be present in the moment. Um, absolutely, you know, Dana talks about how every day is a different day, it's a new day, um, and to be you. And that's the big thing with my kids. Doesn't matter what's going on, they are, you know, in this ridiculous COVID world that we are now all experiencing. Um, people are stuck at home, and and this is what my kids are. This is what these these kids do all the time. Um, and with a smile on their face, it just makes you realize that. Um, it really makes me just appreciate the what's important, and and there's there's nothing more important. Than that, and that's like the 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 big lesson of my life is just to slow down and appreciate everything. Wow, it's a lesson for all of us, Jared. We really we really need to be reminded of that. And thank you so much, you and your adorable dimples. I'm <laughs> so, it's so sweet. We go back way back, and uh, yeah, that's just so beautiful. Thanks, Jared. Love you, Ellen. Love you too. So. We got a call, um, as many of you know, on Sundays, we used to have music. And so many talented performers used to come to our house and they used to sing to Jakey. And Taylor was part of that group. So when COVID hit, I got a call from Taylor and she said, Ellen, I really miss our Sunday music sessions. So, Right, Tay? We got together really quickly and we put it all on Zoom and Taylor has not missed one Sunday since and we've had 31 of them already. So we have a real treat. <laughs> Taylor and Dana are going to sing for us. Thanks. Hi everyone. Here's Taylor. Taylor loves to sing, absolutely yeah. loves to sing. Yeah. It's her favorite thing in the world, right? Yeah. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. We're gonna sing Don't Give Up, and this is a song that definitely reminds me of my kids. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. I will fight. I will fight for you. I always do until my heart is stuck in blue. I will stay. I will stay with you. We'll make the deal the other side. Like lovers do. I'll reach my hands out in the dark and wait for your It's an echo wave for you. I'm not giving up, giving up, no, not yet. Even when I'm down to my last breath, 
I don't know about any of you, but that my bucket's full. Thank you, honey. That was just sensational. So I got to tell you further about Taylor because we had a fundraiser for Jacob, right, Tay? And Taylor sang, and she's part of the I Rise Above group. And she called as we were having our fundraiser, and she said, you know what, Ellen? I want to dance. <laughs> So when Taylor calls you and says, I want to dance, you make it happen, right, Taylor? You just do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we got together, um, a friend, Paige Smith, and our very good friend, Asia Einstein, and Asia sang, and Taylor danced. Crazy. 
control the world we're gonna make. We have Asia here today. Hi, Asia. Hi. Hi, so nice to see you and thanks for being here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Taylor, you did such a good job. So Asia, you're gonna perform for us, right? I am. So let me just tell you a bit about Asia, okay? Asia came to sing to Jakey when she was nine years old and she walked into our house and she had a little microphone and she sang to Jakey and we fell in love with Asia. Well, she still has that mic and Asia is hitting the charts. She's been signed by Disney. She has become a true superstar and she's going to perform for us tonight. Thanks, Asia. Thanks. So I'm going to sing this song, Honesty, and it's by Pink Sweats. And yeah. She said, baby, I'm afraid to fall in love. What if it's not reciprocated? I told her, don't rush, girl, don't you rush. Guess it's all a game of patience. She said, what if I dive deep? Would you come in after me? Would you share your flaws with me? Let me know. Told her thinking is all wrong. Love will happen when it wants. Know it hurts sometimes, but don't let it go. Cause I want you. She said, what if I tell you all the things I've done? Would you run away from me? I told her, baby, we all got bags full of stuff that we don't want. But I can't unpack it for you, baby. She said, what if I dive deep? Will you come in after me? Would you share your flaws with me? Let me know. I told her thinking is all wrong. Love will happen when it wants. Know it hurts sometimes, but don't let it go. Cause I want you, I want you, I want you, I want you, I 
Thanks, guys. Oh, okay. Okay, Asia. <laughs> wow. You're beautiful. You really are. Just inside, outside, all around. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Love Thanks you. Thanks for girl. having me. <laughs> so, wow, we're almost done. We need to hear from Lindsay at One to Give to give us our challenge for tonight. Hi, Linz. Hi, everyone. I'm always so sad that I can't join Jake's jams. So I'm so happy that I was able to be here and Taylor and Dana and Asia, you guys sing amazing. This week we dropped off thousands of essential items at a shelter that was just for teenagers and young adults called Youth Without Shelter. And they were so appreciative and it got my team thinking about gratitude and about hope and about silver linings all the things that Dana spoke so beautifully about. Um, one thing they really spoke to us about, I hope you don't hear my son, is, is how touched they were from the artwork that we gave them. They usually have artists come make beautiful murals and because of COVID, they can't do that. And we had everyone from three-year-olds to 93-year-olds completing beautiful art. And my team was talking about how we used to drive around in the early days of the pandemic and see beautiful rainbows, posters and windows. And it's dark now outside and the numbers are rising and we all need those rainbows again and that hope. So our challenge for you is if you could start bringing the art back, make something, put it in your window, put a sign, a quote that you like, Put it up on the street for other people to see on a pole. Let's bring back the art and that little piece might change someone's day and might inspire them and pay it forward. And as always, kindness is really contagious. You are so right, Lindsay. And thank you so much. Congratulations on the, the big drive you just did. And you're just doing such great work and we love that you're a part of this. So thank thank you. you. I just love being in your orbit with all these inspiring people. <laughs> so everybody, I can't believe it. That's it. That's a wrap up for tonight's show. Um, as always, let's embrace each other. Let's be kind to one another. Let's learn from one another. And uh, thank you to all of our guests tonight. And thank you for popping on. And I love you and we'll see you in two weeks. Open your heart today